And then I think we kind of got lured into, or maybe fans did, that we had a fine accumulative batting average for our starting lineup or our position players. But if you examine closely, we weren't very good at driving in runs. We weren't hitting in, in the clutch. And quite often, we didn't have any speed at all. And quite often, we would lead at least our division to sometimes the American League in hitting in the double plays. Uh, so the production did, just didn't measure up to the batting averages of the position players. Uh, and then I also believe that uh, there are curses in baseball. And one of them, I think, is high expectation. Because when people looked at the quality of the star quality of our players and the starting rotation, uh, it was easy to say that the Tigers are anticipated to win. We won, as you pointed out, went, won the division four years in a row. I think it put a lot of pressure on the team. And, uh, you know, Jim Leland was a really strong manager, but I really believe that uh, that pressure got to him. And I don't know if he would actually admit that. The book is filled with all kinds of pictures, many of which you have collected over the years. How did you come into uh, finding some of these pictures? Uh, how did you acquire them? And, and how do they help tell the story? When you do a book with a lot of photos, you have to have a lot of support because you can't just use any photo you would like to because people own the rights for it uh, and they're copywritten. And in terms of the Detroit Tigers, the best photo archive in the world is owned by the Detroit News. And the Detroit News has always been very supportive. Uh, and I've, I've been allowed to, to spend uh, days uh, in their library and their archive looking at, at photos. Then I knew a close friend of mine who was a photographer for Topps Baseball Cards, and I've dedicated the book to Mike Whitaker, who uh, died, uh, unfortunately, at age 60. Uh, and he, he shot all of the Tiger players for 40 years for Topps Baseball Cards. And... Uh, and he was a marvelous photographer, and uh, Mike was a close friend, and he allowed me to use his collection. I've been collecting Detroit Tiger photos since I was 12 years old, and I'm 77. And I, in my own personal collection, I have 23,000 images of the Detroit Tigers, and uh, it's, 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 it's extensive. So, for instance, on the 1945 World Series, in my work with the Baseball Hall of Fame, they have less than 10 photos of the 1945 World Series. I have 150 in, in my collection. And the Tigers have been uh, supportive of me, and their official photographer, Mark Cunningham, has been very helpful. In fact, it's his photo on the cover uh, that they allowed me to use. So that's kind of the story of where the photos uh, come from. I'd like to answer the question more specifically that you asked me about what's the impact of, of photos and mm -hmm. and it's something that captures something that's unique and rare uh, in 2000 in 1905 we we acquired uh, Ty Cobb and we uh, gave up a small amount of cash in a minor league pitcher named Eddie Seacott 
he went on to win over 200 games for the White Sox, and he was the primary culprit, if that's the right word, or the <laughs> primary conspirator in the 1919 Black Sox scandal. I had looked and looked and looked for decades hunting for a photo of of Eddie Seacott when he was in the Tiger organization, and I finally found it a few years ago. So I share that photo. And so for people that really appreciate Tiger history and baseball history, I think that's really special. Of all the Tigers, who do you think is the best of all time? Oh, that's easy, Ty Cobb. Even to this day? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What what set him apart? Well, he was the greatest hitter of all time. Uh, His, you know, it's just, I don't care what other people say, well, it was a different time and things were different and the pitching was different. Uh, But his lifetime batting average uh, for uh, 23 seasons is 367. Uh, if a if a player today hit 367 in a season, we would say, "Wow, what a hitter!" But for a career batting average, that's you know records are made to be broken. But I would say on the witness stand, <laughs> with my hand on a Bible, baseball can go on for 90 more centuries, and nobody will top 367 for a long career. Uh, then he wasn't simply a single-dimension player. He, for a long, long time, until people like Ricky Henderson and Lou Brock came along, he he, he was the leader in stolen bases. He had many 96 in one season, and and he, he was the best base uh, runner. And he played during what we call the dead ball era so that nobody hit many home runs. And right. Babe Ruth came along, of course, and uh, changed all of that, and Cobb got tired of people talking about Babe Ruth, and so he went out in the game, and and he wanted to demonstrate that he could too, so he hit three home runs in that game, and the next game he hit two more and said, uh, you know, I can hit them too, but you're not going to hit 367 for your whole career if you're trying to hit home runs. 